Okay, here we go. Page pay base. We're on the left column where it says the base here. So sort of the my machine of a mylas and And we just said that to begin our work on Midas, the first Nakuda that one needs to really work on his Midas is not even Midas oriented. It's And we've discussed this and everything we've been discussing until now is the same. Oh, he's just saying it again. Is that one has to realize how important working on his Midas is for his Ruchnias, for his life, even for his Gashmias. Because the more one recognizes the importance, the more he'll put the work in. And the work of a Midas is, 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 is hard work. It's hard work. It doesn't cost any money. It's not physically strenuous. But it takes time. And it takes effort. It takes emotional, you know, wear, you know. I feel like they've been talking about this for, like, the first minor also. Yeah, well, yeah. This is just, like, really the same. He said that's, like, the same thing. But it takes a lot of effort, and therefore the more, the more you understand how important it is, which it is of utmost importance, it's so important that the Yitzhahar makes it, people think that it's not so important. That's how you know it's so important. Because he tricks everybody. How's Aleph? Bez, let's start here. Kalal Gadol, this is a tremendous Kalal. Everybody's heard of it. It takes Chazara because it's something that we have to just, we have to come to believe in this, which is not so easy because everything against what we've been taught, everything against what you see and what the natural way of thinking is. But the emiss is like this, not like what you've heard when you were younger. This is a way that we have to train ourselves and our children and and all of Kalal Yisrael. So here we go. Oz Bez. It's a big klal in terms of all of Ruchnius. It's really Gashmis too, but we're discussing Ruchnius here. All of Ruchnius that's Shaykh to Avodah Hashem, Asher Loki Tfisa Gashmis, Tfisa Haruchnius. The way we look at it by Gashmis, which is also wrong, we're going to see, he's not going to talk about it, but it's also wrong. But the general way people look at Gashmis, you can't look at Ruchnius that way. Binyam Gashmiyam, Vichumriyam, Adam Ohev Liros as pre. When it comes to Gashmias, the bottom line matters. Like at the end of the day, I need, I need to make the money. It doesn't matter that I, that I tried hard. It matters that I make the money. If I don't see a fruit of my labor. So if I don't see, if this person doesn't see the fruits of his labor, then he feels like he's not successful. Because in the world of Gashmias, the physical reality you got it or you don't got it. That's, that's all that matters. Did you get it? Did you not get it? It's physical. So if you didn't get it, then you weren't Matzliach. But according to Ruchnius, and you have to underline this one million times, and you have to believe, and you have to tell yourself this, and every single day, mamish. We don't realize how we don't believe this at all. But the Iker Tafkid is not the outcome. When it comes to Ruchnius, the Iker Tafkid, the Iker purpose, the Iker goal is not the actual outcome. Ella Avodas Avodah is to do the Avoda. Be in the fight. Be in the game. Try. Try. That's it. The actual toil, the work that you invest, the concentration, the effort that you put in, that's the Nachas Ruch that a Kaddish Baruch gets. And the MS is any normal parent, and I think I'm sure we said this before, imagine you have a kid who's studying for a test. And, he, and you see, he, he really puts in the test to study, the time to study. You see, he asks you questions, he calls his friend, he really does what he needs to do. He comes back with a 47. 47. So a normal parent, are you going to be upset at this kid? 
I hope not. You saw that you put the effort in. It happened to be. He didn't do well. Whatever the reason might be. Maybe he's not a good tester. Who knows? That's not the t- point. Who's going to go far in life? The kid who got an, a 100 on the, uh, on the vocab test or the kid who put all of his kohos in and really learned how to work hard and put an effort and struggled and, and trained himself and made note cards. And he really worked hard, but he got a 47. Who's going to go for, further in life? Clearly the second kid. So the first kid, who cares? It's, it's, it's in and it's out. It's a, he's a smart kid. He made it. He got 100. Great. But he didn't do any work. The second kid, Taka, did work. He became a bigger person. We have to believe. We would, if we would do that for our children, which I think we would, or any other normal person you're dealing with, so we would do it with ourselves. The problem is sometimes we don't, we don't judge ourselves the same way we judge the way we would deal with other people. If you put the effort in, it's just hard because you're no gebedar. Like, I, I got up early. I went to the mikveh. I got to davening early. And then I didn't even realize I was davening. I missed all of Shemona Esrei. But you did all the avoda. You really were there. You tried. You had your coffee. And it didn't go. So the normal person is, is a little bit down. He's a little bit, you know, a little bit down, negative, depressed, sad, whatever. Uh, look, I, didn't, I, didn't, I wasn't successful at davening. Kashabok says, no, you were successful in davening. Because you tried. Because we have to believe, and he doesn't say it here, but the Chobos of explains very clearly, and Dave remembers this very clearly, the outcome, <clears throat> the outcome, the actual Maisa, whether it's Ruchnes or Gashmis, but we're talking about Ruchnes here, is not up to you. That's up to a Baruch That's Bitochen. That's whatever happens, I trust the Kaddish Baruch that's the best. If I, if I, if I stunk at davening today, no, okay, I trust that's the best for whatever reason. My avoda is the Hishtadlis, which is all the effort involved up until the point of the actual Maisa. Of course, during the mice also, trying. But the actual outcome is not up to me, and therefore, have bitachin. Just simple. Trust on Kodesh Baruch Hu, Menuchas and Nefesh, Yishu Vadas, Bibesimcha. Just try. Good. It sounds like almost like too easy to be true. Pitten, pitten broke. Yeah, exactly. With Aaron, that was Aaron, right? What happened? I was talking about this four years ago. But this Sugim Chavos of Avos, how the act, at, the, at the end of the day, the mamish, the mice is not up to you. So Aaron told us a mice. He bought an esrog, and like the morning right before he was going to shul, or maybe he was even in shul, his kid broke the pitam. Like he had it all ready. It was a mamish, a beautiful esrog. He was there. He brought it to the place, but Hakadosh Baruch decided he wasn't going to shake with a with a full esrog because at the end, and it didn't matter. That wasn't, and he says that he has to have a muna and be talking. Hakadosh Baruch decided that wasn't wasn't going to be. The test is don't get upset. The test is like don't get frustrated. So you borrow an asterisk, whatever it is. It, we have to be trained. This is not something that, that comes naturally. We're so not used to this. Because at the end of the day, did you, bring, did you put the money in the bank? Were you successful in your avoda? And the answer is to change what the definition of success is. When it comes to Ruchnis, did you, the MS try? Right? Not just time did you try, because that's sometimes, you know. Did you, the MS try? And if he didn't beemish try, okay, also don't be upset. So put a little more effort in it next time. But don't say that because you didn't put enough effort in, that's why it didn't go. Because that's not, it also, you can't make those calculations. Just the fact is, I could have put more effort in. Because I could put all the effort in the world, and the Kodesh Baruch is going to still say it doesn't, it, it doesn't go. Right? A shtadlis doesn't equal, doesn't equal the actual outcome. We have to change our mindset. It's so important. So in everything we're working on, just try. It's, it's almost like the easiest thing in the world. The Kodesh Baruch gives us like an alab. You have a warrior, <coughs> a guy in battle, and he's, and he's, and he's fighting with Mesir's Nefesh. 
He's fighting very difficult. He's, you know, he's taking down some enemies. But this, but the guy takes a wound, you know, a casualty in war. He takes a wound or he, or he dies mamish. But he still receives the badge of honor, whether his live body or his dead body. We'll, we'll say he's live. He just got damaged. <coughs> he became crippled. That's probably what it means. He either got damaged or he became crippled, probably. So he, he ended up losing that battle. He's going to get the badge of honor. Because he kept to his mission. He was trustworthy in his mission. He kept to it. He fought till he couldn't fight anymore. So just because he lost the battle doesn't mean he's, he's not going to be received and recognized as, as a warrior. Also, there are below him, Hashem. So too, in our, in our fight with four Kodesh Baruch Hu, Muhammad Hashem. I feel you Even if you come out damaged, you tried, but you you lost that fight. But if you tried, you tried to control your anger. That guy was saying things to you, and you were really trying. You were trying. You were trying. You were trying. But then you blew up. You you tried to control yourself, and you don't even realize you did control yourself more than you did yesterday, right? You you it took the guy four comments. You know, of your boss to tell you that you're a big loser for you to blow up at him. So you're you're Malay You mamish fulfilled your mission. You did the Ratzon Hashem. That's the famous line that we say by when we're learning and they make us see him. Anu amelum vehem amelum. We work and they work. Anu amelum makam sacher vehem amelum amelum veeinam makam sacher. We work and we get sacher. Why? Because by us, the work, the avoda, is the success. That's a win. Like Marad says that uh, by Ganadim, it's going to taste like the pre. That was original. That's how it originally was. That's the idea, back there. though. That the eights taste like the pre because the voda is the pre. Here. Very nice. All right. So we have to put our amelis in, and from that itself, we, we, we receive the schar. That's the hatzlacha. If we change our mindset for this, all of our voda would be so much easier. So much easier. Most of our ineffectiveness and most of our you know, losses and our, and our falls and mistakes are because we thought we weren't successful. Because today, I thought I didn't dive in well, so tomorrow I'm just not going to dive in well. It just becomes a psychological spiraling down. It happens in so many places. Our midos, oh, he tried so hard and then he, and then he lost. And then he, you know, he, he worked on casts. For three days he didn't get angry. The fourth day he mamish lost it. So he thought, oh yeah, I lost everything. No, the very fact that the fourth day you even tried to control yourself is a continuation of what you started. You didn't lose anything. Because <clears throat> well decided that it was going to be a, a bigger Nisayan for you. Or after three days, you already were on a low tank and therefore you were going to lose. But, but you wanted not to get angry. You tried, you held on, but then you lost. You didn't lose. It actually worked out. What? It actually works out that way. That like, this Nisayan, you're, you're not going to... Your win is, is is this is this level, but you're not gonna fully. Be because able to the only way to get to the next madriga is to have a nafila, and then to climb your way back. That's that's how it goes. It's like it's like working out. Right? When you're working out, and you wanna and you wanna lift more weight. You need to rip the old muscle, and then you gotta push through to the next madriga. If a person says, "Oh, this this really hurts. I can't do I can't do the nineteenth rep, whatever it is," he'll never break through to get to the next madriga. I was saying last night that there's why is it that we have. Four parshias for the Mishkan. Just do it all in two parshias. What's the big deal? Anyway, it's just a, a repetition. So put it all together. 
also has to do what, what's and then and then right to what's Kisisa doing in the middle, right? What's the eagles of doing that? Just do Truma Tzava Ve'Akapakude and do Kisisa either after, before, whatever. So Bekitzer, the commandments of the Mishkan were before Truma Tzava was before eagles of. After the eagles of, when Kali Yisrael fell as a nation, right? The individuals Mamish fell, and, and the whole nation fell in general. And the Kaddish Baruch Moshe Rabbeinu takes his tent, which is called the Ohamoid takes it out of the Machana, and says, whoever's Mavakish Hashem, come. Right? So he says, so Moshe Rabbeinu was saying, that even though you started your vote as Hashem, you started gathering for the Mishkan, you started working on yourself, there was a fall. There's inevitably going to be a fall. But for those who want to continue the journey, I'm going to take my tent outside of this place. You, you can't, this place was, is messed up. I'm going to take a Chutz Machana, and if you have a desire... Whoever's mevakish Hashem, whoever didn't lose it and say, I'm a loser, I'm, that's it, I'm game over. Whoever says, I'm a mevakish Hashem, because a mevakish Hashem means whether you win in your eyes or lose in your eyes, because at the end of the day, if you try, you're winning. So you don't have to become down. Whoever's mevakish Hashem, come out to me. And you could search, you could see Kukadosh Baruch And then what's Parshas Vayakab The actual building of the Mishkan. It's even stronger after the Nefilah. There's two parts to the Mishkan. There's the command, the design, the blueprints, Trimitatzave. But Vayakov Akude is, is the building of the Mishkan, the actual putting together, and that's at a higher Madriga, of course. And that's Dafka after the Nefila. Only those who are willing to claw back up, the Chachmei Lev, the Nadiv Lev, those who have a strong heart, who don't get down in their head because they think that they were unsuccessful, they actually become stronger. They build a bigger Mishkan afterwards. So whenever we work on any mid or any avoda, there's just right when you start, you have a certain amount you could do. Imagine just you start lifting weights. Just imagine, all right? You're curling fifty pounds. Let's just use that as an example. The first time you try, you can only go to ten. There's just you're just not strong enough. You can't do it. Okay, so, so whatever it doesn't matter. You can only go to ten, but then after you you break your muscles and it hurts. That's called the nafila. You didn't lose. Just because it hurts doesn't mean you lost other of it. That, that's part of, that's part, that's the Vaiter. Keep going. The next day you get up, you could do 11. And then your mamish hurts at 11. And the next day you get up at 12. So Kodesh Bochum makes it that way. That's just how it goes. The main avoda, the main strength building in, in our Midas and our Vodas Hashem is Dafka when we fall. Because when we get up after the fall, that shows mamish we want. We show we're really in, invested in this. We work hard and we get tzachar for that. The schar is not according to what we actually attain. It's how hard we work. That's the real growth. That's the real star. So the yid has to try his very best to be misakin his midos, to mitar his midos. And the yid wants to stop him, weaken him. Right? What does he do? So the Yitzhar says something so simple. Buddy, you're trying to work on Kaas? Yeah, but you've tried so hard and you're still not, you're still not successful. Or look at that. Look, at you got angry today. So anyway, Taki, you're not doing a good job. So just stop it already. What are, you, what, are you, what are you doing? You're not successful. At the end of the day, you, you, you still got angry ten times. Like, what? That's what he says. So why do you think this time you're going to be Matzliach? It's so sensitive in our mind. It's so sensitive in our mind. The Yitzhar doesn't say those actual words. He just makes you feel depressed after you make a mistake. You try ten times. You were doing good ten, and then you made one mistake. Like, oh gosh, I'm the same as before. I, didn't, I'm, I haven't yet, I haven't yet controlled fully my anger. 
or whatever the midah is, and therefore it's worthless. But, you, but then you tell the guy, what are you talking about? You, you just won 10 times in a row. You haven't won a, even a match in 10 years. Now you won 10 times in a row. Why did you, don't, don't expect to, to be the winner all the time. Just be in the game. It's, 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 a, it's not so simple to train ourselves for that. We're so dead set on the wins. And when we lose, it's so, we're so depressed. We're so saddened. We have to change that. That's not Emma's. It's mamish, mamish sheker. What do you think? What is a Kaddish Baruch Hu thinking? He's thinking, look, you tried. All the types of thoughts, which are much more subtle than the words that we read, they come much faster, much more subtle, because we're, we're mamish ingrained with this kind of thinking. Question though, this is literally post, post action though. You're not supposed to have this thought beforehand. Which? The fact that like, it only counts how much I try. Because then people, you could, you could come up with like a little bit of a crooked thing. Like, it doesn't matter if I win. No, it matters if you win. But if you don't win, then you have to have this thought afterwards, not beforehand. It's before, but you have to be careful. It's, it doesn't matter if I win, but I still have to put all my kochos in. Okay. Right? That's because, right, if I would just say, oh, I don't have to win. It just matters if I try. So then that might already make him not try so hard. So there it is. I don't have my, the win is not dependent, the win is not dependent on, did I actually, Lamaisa, get the win? The win is, <coughs> did I put Kochos into it? If I did, I won. Game over. If I got ready for davening, the, well, the second you start davening, almost like you can coast through. Even though it's not true, because every second of davening, really, you have to still try to focus. But even if you, so, so, don't focus, I tried. Yeah, we have to be careful. An Evid Hashem is not someone who, who takes things lightly. He has to put us to Stadlison. The real deal. He says, you have to feel strain. If you don't feel strain, if you don't feel work, then, then you're not working. So he says, It's not about success, or let's redefine success. It's How much did you toil? Did you put in? That's called success. Hashem will do good in what he wants. Hashem will do in his eyes what's good. He knows what you, you tried. The kid who got the 47, he's going to, if the parents are good parents, they're still going to buy him the toy that they promised. He said, like, if you get a 90, you'll, do, you'll, you'll get the toy. And the kid, Mamish, put his effort in. Mamish, you saw it with your own eyes. He really put the effort in. No, no jokes. Put the hours in. He comes with a 47. Good parents would still give him the gift for, at 47. Because it's not about the 47. It's about, did you put the effort in? And he did. All mitzvahs. If a person knows his tafkid, his mission, put your kochas into it. Wake up, be there, focus. If a person has, a, you know, if a person is, is learning every single second, his phone's ringing, so then you're not really trying because every single second you're being distracted. If you can't, you have to put yourself into a matzah. You have to try to create that situation that at least is roy, is befitting, you know, a person to be successful. But if you're not putting yourself in such a situation, then you're not successful because you need to build the proper mitzvahs, the reality, the proper structure that you can try to be an evidence within. I feel nichshel even if a person fails according to what he thinks, fails a thousand times. Shavom <coughs> get up and try it again because the ikker you didn't fall, you didn't really fail. The Alter Rebbe says that that's that's an evidence. The difference between 100 and 101 is an evidence. The Gemara says that you're an evidence. That's the Lashon of the Gemara, yeah. You fell 100 times, that was Tavim. Why he wrote Be'echad at the end? 
think it was alluding to that. Could be that even if you f- even if you failed that hundred one time where you thought you should have succeeded. Yeah, if you're connected to the B'echad, then, then, uh, then you're... Oh, you're saying the Baal Shem. Yeah. I oh, said the Baal Shem. There's different ways to say it, right? I feel that if a person, if a person uh, tries a hundred and one times, that's when he tries a hundred with Echad, with a Kaddish Baruch Hu. That's, that's the Vart. Because the, because the Emma says, like you're saying, the trying is with the Kaddish Baruch Hu. Nothing to do with the, with the, out, the outcome. If you try with the Bariolim, then, then you won. If he's there with you, you won. Of course, with the Daven for Armidus. And we have the Daven for Kaddish Baruch Hu to give us the <coughs> ability to be hard workers in this thing. And we have the Daven for Kaddish Baruch Hu that he should help us change our mind, that we don't get caught up in this silliness, that we think that we need the outcome the way we thought the outcome should be. Because Bittachan says, the outcome is up to Kaddish Baruch Hu, and even if you don't understand it, be okay with it. Because the outcome is not how you perceive it. Kaddish Baruch Hu knows more about you than you know. And if, 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 you're, if you would be legitimately successful in this situation, maybe you, would, you, would, you wouldn't try as hard. So Kaddish Baruch says, I'm dafka not going to let you win this battle to in, in, in order that you should keep trying even harder. I'm really real battle this guy. All these things. Everything is true. Get up again. Come, get up again. Because the Iker is the come, getting up again. Come, get up. Don't allow your, your wind. Don't allow your, your what's, the, what's the English? What's a good word? Don't let your, your system to be down, your head to be down, your feelings to be down. Don't be down. Even when you're not Yamud, Get up and where you're supposed to be battling. Get up again and hope to Kaddish Baruch Hu and everything will be good. The Meid of Oda, when we're working on our Midos, is like Chazal say, Anybody wants to uproot a Voda Zara, he needs to go to its roots. You need to go really, really deep to get a Voda Zara out. You have to uproot, go to the roots, mamish. You can't just cut down the tree because the, I don't know, the roots might still grow another one. You have to, if you want to be masak in the midos, it has to be by shoresh, by the source, which is heavy lifting. Even if you never did an aver miyamov, this, this is a crazy thing. Even if you never did the actual Avera, ain raya ledover, it is not a proof that you're a good guy. Because maybe Nisayun never came to you. Or something else prevented you from the Avera because of Busha. The only reason why you never did that Avera with, with that situation was because there was other people in the room. But if there, were nobody, if there would have been nobody in the room, you would have sinned in a second. He says, you have to be honest with yourself. Guy's like, I'm not an angry person. Yeah, because you sit in your house all day and you, and you work on your computer and you're in your own business. That's why you're not an angry person. Go deal with other people for a few minutes and you'll see. Let, let's see you get tested. No? Have a little time. We think we're like, no, no, yeah, I worked in this Indian. Yeah, that's because you weren't tested in it. Because you was sparing you. You know? You're such a nice guy. Yeah, except when, uh, you know, when, it's, when it's in the house and your kids ask you something, then you're not such a nice guy. Because, because most of your day you're at work and you're nice over there, so you think you're a nice guy. When you get home, you're not such a nice guy. So at work, you're only a nice guy because you want, you want to kiss up to everybody, you want to make some money, whatever it is. They're saying, be honest with yourself. Don't be such a hot <coughs> shot. 
Who cares if you didn't do the actual Veira if the Shorish, if the root of the sin is, has not been erased from your heart? You're still connected to it. It's going to rear its ugly head at some point. Just the, right? The trigger, people, you know, it's, it's Chaval. People who had, you know, certain traumatic experiences. 60 years ago, I was, whatever, in the situation that happened uh, recently with, uh, you know, someone in our show was doing bad things. So I was just having to, I was talking to somebody who's, who works in this Indian. Um, and he told me it was Shabbos. And he said, look, I'm carrying my cell phone. He's not even a, he's not a doctor or anything. Because do you know how many people this triggered? People who had incidents 20, 30, 40 years ago. Who saw what was going on with this incident, how confusing it was. Their moms became suicidal. This triggered them. For 30 years, they're fine. Something happened when they were a kid. Then Baruch Hashem, family's great, everything's great. No problems. They weren't triggered. Then some second, the second you're triggered, it could be 30 years later, everything can come back to the point, he said, suicidal. He had to carry his cell phone on his So we have, we have, you know, meet this inside of us. And if we're not triggered, yay. But the second <clears throat> we're triggered, the beast might come out. Right? That old, that old guy who used to go crazy in, you know, basketball games, you know, four-letter words, you know, yelling and fighting with everybody. <clears throat> so you calm down for a little bit. You haven't played basketball in 20 years, but then you start, then the old guys call you back up, oh, let's play ball. Like, okay, great. <clears throat> you think you're a calm guy, everything's great, no problems. And then the second you get back on that court, like the beast is released. There are guys like this, I've seen this. The nicest guys, and they go on the basketball court, they become mamish, a different person. <clears throat> or I've heard, <clears throat> unfortunately, I know certain people, and I think they're very nice guys. And, and somebody else would say, and I don't necessarily believe them, They'll say, yeah, but you should see him at work. He's a mamish, a beast. That was a lotion. Like, yeah? That guy's a beast at work, really? He's like, yeah, he's a mamish cutthroat. He comes to shul, he's the nicest guy in the world. But it could be, I'm not, I'm, who am I? I don't know, passing judgment. <clears throat> it's pretty much lotion hara, it's pretty clear. <laughs> but, but even the fact that, that that person could say such a thing, that there could be such a, a difference, it's possible. Because you're, just not, you're not triggered in shul, you're triggered at work. That the thoughts, the impressions, the deep-rooted Avera is even worse than the actual Lemais Avera itself. Because it's the Chias of the Avera. Because within every Avera, there's a thought of an Avera. So if your thoughts of Averas are there, it's even worse than the actual Maisa. Because sometimes you think about it, you can't actually do it. But as long as you're thinking about it, eventually it's going to come to fruition. We need to uproot the thoughts. And because it's still within you, it's still that, 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 you know, that rotting, spoiled wood is, is in the bottom of the pile. So what if you were not over the Issa right now? If the shorish, if the root of the Issa is there, then you're it. You're still in that place. And just when the trigger comes, the trigger comes, then it's going to come out. So... He's not trying to depress us. He's trying to he's trying to get us geared up. You got to fight hard. It sounds like he's trying to say that if you think you 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 won Indian, but you never worked at it, there's no way you won it. Like there's no there's no way. <coughs> that's part of it. it. That's part of it. He's gonna say a muscle, but we're not gonna get to this week. But he says a muscle. If you're fighting a battle against the enemies, he says if you leave one enemy, then 
You turn your back, he might shoot you. Meaning, yeah, you, you, you eliminated 99 out of 100. But if you don't get that 100th guy, he might shoot you in the back of the head. It was, it, I was learning this week, I mean, the past two weeks actually, about, about Sisera. It's a crazy thing. Right? Sisera had 900 chariots. Mamish was messing up Kali Yisrael. In times of Shoftim by Devorah. And um, it was a big battle. Okay, Kaddish Baruch said, gather 10,000 men. You're going to, you'll, you'll be Matzliach. And, and they were, and Kaddish Baruch confused Sisera's whole army, a whole thing. He was Mamish, the most, one of the most powerful people, according to the Gemara, like ever. Akaponim, everybody got killed, except Sisera was on the run. You know the Maestro Sisera? Sisera himself stayed alive. Met the girl? And so he right. was running away. He was trying to flee. And this lady, Yal, comes out and says, come into the tent. And there's different opinions of what, exactly what happened. It could be that, that they, were, she was, they had Bia together in order that she can weaken him. But, but, the, but, but everybody holds she's a Tzadikus. It was Lishma. It was an Avera Lishma. A whole thing. But so, so, why is she, why is she doing an Avera Lishma? Like, why is she even getting involved with this Avera Lishma? It's one guy. Who cares? His whole army is dead. So they say, if that one guy would be alive, right? If Agag would stay alive, it's the same Indian. If Agag would stay alive, he will gather men and he will attack again and he will come to kill Klaiso. So even though there was only one guy at that time, one person, it was still okay for Yal to do what she did. She's Mamish lauded as, as the biggest Adik, that's what she did opinions if she did what she did but because there was one guy that that that's that Rosh Poravalana is still there it's taka dangerous it's still so kind of stuff well, is approved and Agag is the same Indian and what happened to right Agag had a kid and became Haman many years later one guy so that one meat is still around or that one percent of the meat is still around we got to keep going we can't become can't rest on your laurels I'm not sure who laurel is but you can't rest on them so because Odi says, Parsh Kisavu, Remendela says, Chazal said in the Gemara Yuma, Hamavriel midosav mavriel no kol apshav. Person who's who, who who overlooks his midos, right? He, uh, someone says something not nice to him, and he just overlooks it. He doesn't pay attention. So he's going to be forgiven for all of his sins. Says says Remendela mavriel midosav hainu shehamida atzmalun emichalka meito l'shor shachre. When it says mavir midosav, it means that the mid is still there. He's mavir amidosov, meaning he's an angry person, and in this situation he let it slide. But he's still the root of who he is. He happens to have anger. Just this time he's able to control himself. So of course that's a huge Indian. And, and Chazal say you're going to be forgiven for all your sins. But Remendel is saying that if the fact of your mavir amidosov, which is a good thing, we have to be careful. It's a very very good thing. It's huge. It's massive. But so so But that means the is still there. If we're still fighting to not get angry, then anger is still there. The goal is to have a person say something to you and you're not even triggered at all. You don't even have to control yourself. It's just, okay, so what? Right? Those two words is very, very big. So what? It's, it's very big. People get into the biggest fights in the world because they couldn't just say, so what? Like, people get into fights over... I mean, it's, it's, it's crazy. I mean, I hear my kids talking on the bus or... People fighting about politics. No shaykhs to your life. Bichlal. Will not have any shaykhs to you. That they're fighting like angry beasts. Yeah, people fighting about the Yankees and the Mets. It's cr- that'd be, I mean, People wa- still do that. So what's that, the var? That makes more sense, though. No, but what's the var? The var is, is that they, they are inwardly, they're angry people. If you could fight about such silliness, that shows that really you have this deep anger inside. It's just coming out in this way. You know what? 
No one who's a calm person starts fighting about the, the Yankees and the Mets. If there's a big union in, in, you know, in, in his life, and he's usually a calm person, it could be that maybe he'll get into the fight. But over such silliness, that shows you're a mamish, angry person. So does that show progress in my anger that I'm not uh, arguing about sports anymore? <laughs> over the years? Oh, you mean a million percent. That's not even a joke. That's the first place that teenagers have to work on. I really don't care anymore. <laughs> no, so, so it's like this. So, so it depends. So the honest truth is, the honest truth is, yes and no, because if you just don't care about sports anymore, so that's when I can't hear you. So it doesn't mean it shows you're less of an angry person. It just shows that you just don't care about sports anymore. So it doesn't trigger you as much. Well, then you found something more important to care about, maybe. So, so, so we're going to be positive. Vibes, man. Which is true, yeah. which is true. But, you know, I always, I always want to, you know, to have, in school, they should have, okay, Rebaim, I'm not sure what Rebaim do, but they should have, you know, psychologists, maybe Rebaim, on the basketball court. And Bishas Maisa giving lessons in anger. I mean, it's crazy. I mean, listen, everybody grew up, everybody's in high school or whatever. I mean, I used to get a little bit angry, I, I remember. But I, at a young age, I still remember. I'm like, this is Tolmajka, I'm not going to the NBA. Like, why am I getting to... I was always the guy, it happens to be I took after my father, you know, there's the guys who, who are always instigating fights and always getting into fights, and there's people who just walk away. I was always in the walk away, pretty much always in the walk away, like, such an Irish guy. But there's some people who get so angry, and they throw, I mean, get physical, I mean, I've seen things. I've seen things in, I've seen things in, with adults. These guys are 50 years old. I've seen my dad go after referees when uh, my when we were in high school, me and my brother. <laughs> in the hang gym. That's why I was always scared of him. <laughs> what about that? She didn't actually go after a referee. I mean, you see, I mean, it's crazy stuff. It's like, this is insanity. It's insanity. But also, when we get upset at, like, the kids for doing just kid things, you know, they're just being kids, or something else, or some guy, like, cut you off, or he didn't go as fast as you wanted by the red light or whatever... And your blood starts to boil. Yeah, you didn't honk him. Your mouth real medosa. What are you getting so angry about? Like, relax. But we need to work on relaxing. It's not so pasha. It's not pasha. It's a real deal. It's funny. As someone could cut you off and all of a sudden you just explode <laughs> for one second and then you're fine. But I'm saying that explosion is everything. It, that shows where you're holding. Yeah. Ah, you control it. <laughs> There's still... We, we, have to, we have to be careful. There's a lot of positivity, meaning we're better than we were yeah, before. For sure. But we have to just know. We have to be honest with ourselves where we're holding and, and what we need to work on. Because if we pay attention to these like one second explosions, you know what? Maybe I'll get a safer end cost. Maybe, maybe, maybe Stocky could die. Maybe it's really not as good as I thought. Baruch Hashem, Road Ridge has been down. That's because everybody's working at home. I'm joking. I just made that up. That could be. You can imagine like, oh, they did a test. They did a survey. Yes, Road Ridge is down by 27%. You know, and then later the next day, like, they realize that the 20% is people who are staying at home. That's why they're not on the road, but they're still angry people. Uh, it's going to be... Al Capone says like this. So a person's mouth removed those of it's a gewaldic thing, but it, does, it means you have not yet uprooted the, the mida. Um, All you've done, which is a good thing, huge, you're, just, you're not acting out on that inner trigger. <laughs> so therefore, Mida Kenegin Mida, Kashwa is going to remove all your Pshav, meaning your actual Lamaisa sins. If you don't do a Lamaisa Avera, you don't do a Lamaisa, you don't break out with that Mida Ra, so Shem says, okay, so I will remove all of the, the Maisin that you did. 
but the inner essence of the sin that's deeply rooted within you, that you do not, do not erase yet. But doesn't Hashem have to help you with that too? Hundred, of yeah, course. I mean, like you can't do it without him. Hundred percent. And that, but when it, even though he helps, we have to ask him for help in everything. Of course. But when you get to that, when you a person's really working on an avoda, and he sees, he sees, there is no way I could get to the end. I can't mamash uproot this only, only with the kaddish baruch other mycin we could think we could work on a little bit, but to get uprooting it, it really is totally... I think you're right. It's only the Kodesh Baruch it's, 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 it's embedded in us since we're like little kids. That's, so that's why we should be dominating now. So part of our Ashtadlis, even if we're not taking a certain safer and whatever it is, Kas or, or, or Savlonis or whatever, we should be davening right now. Help me with my Midas. So pick a Midas. You'll see. Once you start davening for it, the Kodesh Baruch Hu start testing on that Indian, but that's how you work on it. The only true shlema is when a person becomes accustomed to his midos being bilti l'ashem All my midos have to be for Hashem. So we have to start seeing things differently, which is dependent on emunah bitachon. All of our midos is going to be dependent on emunah bitachon. Not to leave any, you know, rotting wormwood in the system. The root is the ikker. All the branches um, come out from it. Let's just let's go through this quickly. Like the story that the Toldos became close to the Balshantov Kaddish. The Balshantov showed the Toldos that after one sin, the great vineyard, right, the great Pardes that the Sitra Achra grew because of that one sin. Right? One sin somehow grew a whole Pardes. And even after you do tshuva and you cry, the fruits of that bad citra vineyard fall off. And then the branches fall down. And then even the trees fall down. Ah, so you think the vineyard's clear. I cleared up all that citra But the roots at the bottom of that vineyard are still there. Right? And then they're going to they're gonna come up again. So you knocked it all down with your tshuva and your, your crying and all that stuff. But it's going to come back. Virak, what, what Baal Shem Tov was shown there told us is, Virak is only when you come close to me and I teach you the ways of Hasidus, you're going to have a full tikkun. You'll be able to uproot even the roots. This is a very deep muscle in the life of a person. A person can work his whole life. We could be working our whole life and all we're doing is cutting down branches and fruits. But v'ilu ha-shorish, not even the shorish, even the, the trunk we haven't touched. The trunk, the roots, nishar, they still remain, v'shuv chozer, it's a mechmechadish, and they're going to come back. V'kol, which is, okay, so at least you're battling your whole life, but if a person wants to fully finish this meat and work the next, you got to go to the roots. V'kol o'chilu oker ha-shorashim, l'ayotar gever. As long as you're not uprooted the roots, the man is not purified. That's why it's taharas midosav. You need a, pure, a, a, pure, a, a full tahar. And specifically in Taras Amidas, this Indian is true, to uproot. As long as you don't uproot the Mida, then you haven't fulfilled, you haven't worked in that Mida. Like it says in the Sefer, when a person becomes accustomed to a certain way of being, until he fully removes from himself those Midas rose. He doesn't even desire anymore. Not just he doesn't go to the store and buy something that's trade for whatever the situation. He doesn't even desire to go to the store. He doesn't even desire that 
Indian that he once enjoyed. Until your kone, the midos, in your system, into your nature, you don't even need to fight anymore. That's the goal. We want to get to that place. Not to be depressed if we're not there. Never to ever be depressed if we're not there, but to know that there is more to go and we have to dive into Kodesh Baruch to help us. When you get to that place, you don't even fight anymore. Then you've created your chariot for Kodesh Baruch, your chair for Kodesh Baruch, and you're called the Chasid Gomer. The Ram says, A person who's angry, you have to work on yourself, to the point that if a person hits you or curses you, you don't feel it. It's not enough, according to the Rambam, to work in the music fully. Don't say that just because you didn't get angry, you've, you've fully won. Ella, that you didn't even get angry. You didn't even start to get riled up. But if you do get hit and you don't get angry, that's a huge win. Now, let's, not, let's not lose out. It's huge. That's what he's going to say right now. Oh, yeah, again. Exactly. Exactly. Like the story we learned earlier, the Rambam said, We learned that the happiest day of his life, that time where he was on the boat and he was in the low cabin and someone mamish urinated on him. He didn't even feel upset. Not because his life was out. He was, he was, a, happy, he was a happy person. But he didn't even care. So what that this person urinated on? Which is a crazy madrega. He became so happy that his nefesh was so cleansed. He was such a milo that he didn't even feel this disgrace. <clears throat> that shows that he, Amamashah brooded it, and that was the simcha, happiest day of his life. We should be so.